Welcome to episode number 290 of the Scott Howard Genuine Scloho Media and Marketing Podcast. My name is Scott Howard, and this is an ongoing collection of media, marketing, and personal insights with the title, Seven Considerations for Successful Advertising. This podcast is the audio version of an article that you can find at my website at scotthoward.me. Often there are links in the article to material that I've referenced in this podcast. As I write this on February 13th, 2023, not quite 24 hours have passed since I watched Super Bowl 57, and yet the impact of that game is reverberating in my world. I had no skin in the game, even though the thought crossed my mind to wager since it's now legal, but I did decline. Many advertisers, both national and local, wagered that the game would be a good place to advertise, and they ponied up the funds to do so. Despite my media and marketing credentials, I watched the game as a normal person, live and on the screen. I'm going to review the game that my YouTube TV account recorded for me, but for now, I'm just like you. There are very few ads that I recall as being outstanding. I remember the Pepsi Zero ads, a couple of movie ads, but I don't recall the films that they were promoting, and a T-Mobile ad. Here's why I remember them. I've seen Pepsi Zero and Mountain Dew Zero at the store recently, but decided not to buy because I like my Diet Dew just fine. Now, the T-Mobile ad was for a $50 home internet service, and it's because I'm already a T-Mobile customer for their phone service that I've checked out their internet service previously. None of the ads I saw prompted me to take action, and it's doubtful that any will in the future because, well, like I said, none of the other ads are top of mind with me less than 24 hours later. Now, I know that there are other companies advertising, but... Some of the companies I had never heard of before, and I don't remember them now. Even the ones that I liked, I don't recall who they were for. Oh, wait a second. I just remembered one more for Dunkin' Donuts. They used Ben and Jennifer, but gave me no reason to buy a donut or whatever they were promoting. Super Bowl advertising used to be considered the best place to buy advertising because of the tremendous number of viewers and the supposed impact it would have on your business or brand. Not really, though. Instead, I'll share with you seven considerations for successful advertising. Number one is reach. How many people will your ad reach? Not just anyone, but the people that are likely to be your customers. The greater the reach, the more it will cost, like those Super Bowl ads. Number two is frequency. How many times will those people be exposed to your ad? During the Super Bowl, all the national ads played just once, so they get a frequency score of 1. Now, some brands aired more than one ad, like Pepsi Zero. They had a couple of ads that I saw, so they get a score of 2. The higher the frequency to potential customers, the better in most cases. 3 on my list is messaging. A coworker of mine has been getting a barrage of emails from a local company that seem to have no purpose. He entered a contest that this business has been going on for several weeks, and every day he gets an email from them, wishing him a nice day or something like that. But there's no offers or calls to actions in these emails that keep popping up in his email. Most people would delete, unsubscribe, or report this as spam. Your messaging 
has to have a purpose. Number four on my list of seven considerations for successful advertising is trust. Does your advertising build trust in your company, or is it detracting from your brand and image? If your advertising has to have a lot of legal ease or fine print disclaimers, you're probably not building trust. Number five, the environment, not Mother Earth, the environment of where your advertisement is placed. The advertising media that you're using has its own brand, and if your brand and theirs is not compatible, that's not good at all. Years ago, I used to work for radio stations that allowed ads for, let's say, gentlemen's clubs after 9 o'clock at night. Unless you're running a business that doesn't mind being associated with that, then you better not advertise on that radio station. Think about it this way. Would you want your business's physical location next to them? If the answer is no, then consider the same concept for your advertising. Number six, human relationship principles. Do your ads mimic normal human relationships in their presentation? Or are they annoying ads that make you want to tune out? You can use humor, you can use music, you can even use a straight voice, but the very best ads are the ones that flow the way our conversations do when we're talking with our friends and family. And number seven on my list of seven considerations for successful advertising is a trustworthy marketing consultant. The majority of advertising salespeople are not trustworthy marketing consultants. Many are simply salespeople who are limited in their capabilities. This limitation is either because of their personality, their training, or both. It doesn't take a Super Bowl ad to make your business successful. It takes working with someone that can help you navigate and understand what I just mentioned and who has the competence to work with you to dig in and create what's needed. Contact me if you want help. Scott at Wobo.com. If you have any questions or need your help with your marketing or advertising, you can ask me, Scott Howard. I've got a few decades of experience, and I am the general sales manager of WOWO Wobo Radio in Fort Wayne, Indiana. My email is scott at WOWO.com. That's scott at Wobo.com. Podcasts by Federated Media.